Bereshit, in the beginning, we are back to um, a new cycle, a new Torah cycle. Back to uh, Bereshit, or Genesis 1-1. So if you are a little bit new to the Torah cycle, there's, the Torah is broken up into 54 pieces, varying from about three to six chapters each, and we do one every week. And uh, this past Tuesday, Monday night, we had Simcha Torah, we had finished the Torah reading cycle, so we rolled the scroll back, and we begin it all over again. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. That is something that I pondered on, especially when I was very young, quite a bit. I was very interested in um, astronomy and cosmology. Cosmology is the uh, science of the origin and development of the universe. It was something very fascinating to me. And I think, now that I've um, meditated on that stuff for many years, that that's a very helpful place to start for somebody who is struggling with faith in God. I know many of you have family members that are struggling with just simple faith in God, and you gotta really start here at Genesis 1-1. You can't just hit them with you know, some deep Torah stuff, you got to start real simple, and you start with cosmology. You know, what created this universe? There is a very helpful series of arguments called the uh, Kalam um, Cosmological Argument, K-A-L-A-M, and it's largely put forth these days by a guy named William Lane Craig, who is a Christian apologist, and he's a lecturer. He debates a lot of atheists. And this argument says that, that's pretty simple, that the, um, everything that, had, that exists has a cause, number one. So the pew you're sitting in, somebody created it. The tree in your backyard, another tree gave birth to that. The moon, a bunch of matter came together. Everything was created, including the universe. So since the universe exists, it has a cause. And William Lake Craig, um, goes on from there. He has a lot of very helpful videos and media out there on the subject, very similar to Aristotle's prime mover argument, very similar. But enough philosophy for now. That's just, you got to start here in the beginning with creation. And uh, I found that very helpful. But well, once we are here, of course, our purpose is simple enough. Um, we were created, it says... Um, in chapter 1, verse 24, that um, God said, let the earth bring forth each kind of living creature, livestock, animal, and wild beast. That's how it was. And God made each kind of uh, wild beast and livestock, every kind of animal that crawls along the ground. God saw that it was good. Then God said, let us make mankind in our image in the likeness of ourselves and let them rule over the fish and in the sea, the birds in the air, the animals, and all over the earth and over every crawling creature that crawls on the earth. So he were, we were created in his image to rule. We got the breath of life, nishma kaim. That breath of life was breathed into us, which makes us unique. The Kumash notes that human life is unique, and that includes the rational soul and the power of intelligent speech. That's what separates us from everything else. In a general sense, we're much like everything else. We share about 99% of, of our DNA with chimpanzees. 
So we're pretty close to them. And in a general sense, we have a lot of common things with animals, but that's that breath of life that makes us spiritually different from everything else. We're supposed to be spiritually different. So we have a purpose. You know, animals and other living things were created to live and exist, but we have a purpose. And so we have a responsibility to utilize that purpose, utilize our intelligence. So we have potential. Everybody has potential. It's just that some fail to utilize that potential. Like in the story of Cain, which is Genesis chapter 4, Cain, of course, comes to uh, bring an offering there to Adonai, but he wasn't accepted, and Cain became very angry. Uh, chapter 4, verse 6, Adonai says to Cain, Why are you so angry? Why so downcast? If you are doing what is good, shouldn't you hold your head high? And if you don't do what is good, sin is crouching at your door, at the door. It wants you, but you can rule over it. So this means we have the ability to do good. That's part of our purpose. But we need to avoid that evil inclination, and we have the power to do that. We have, that's that, uh, we have the free will to do right and wrong. It's pretty simple. Animals don't have that f moral fabric. When a lion kills a deer for food, we don't think that lion's guilty of murder. That's just nature doing nature. But we have a higher purpose. We have a moral fabric. We're able to reason. That's another angle that William Lake Craig uh, goes after the atheists on, as well as on moral relativism. And the fact that we have morals and we think something is right and wrong is because that's embedded in our creation, in God, in the image of God. And so just having morals is something connected to a creator anyways. But doing good, being spiritually different, isn't always easy. And it's not going to be. Um, we read in the book of 1 John that um, you'll be hated from the world. The world will hate you for uh, being different and being set apart. But that's what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to be uh, distinguished from the world. And so the foundation, of course, is the two greatest commandments. But without a Torah foundation upon which to uh, build a discipleship structure from, you know, you can, get, uh, you can get turned around there a little bit easy. And it's not so easy to uh, sometimes, like Cain, it's easy to fall short. The Torah is rich, of course, full of deep treasures. Torah helps us keep oriented towards him, right, to fulfill our purpose, to seek Adonai, to utilize our intelligence. Sometimes we fall a little short, like Cain. We become angry. We become downcast. Um, but we need to expect that um, life isn't always going to be easy to deal with. Like, like Cain, we have that uh, opportunity to um, see sin crouching at the door and resist it. There's a very encouraging psalm that I read this week. I thought it would be helpful. Psalm 138. It's a very short psalm. I'll read it to you. Because sometimes throughout the week, it's hard to maintain that purpose of godliness. And um, sometimes, for those of us who are very fortunate, you know, we have the, the Shabbat. We have, uh, you know, we're doing our best to follow the word, and we live very blessed lives that are very peaceful and happy, but not everyone is so blessed. There's those of us who try to do the best we can, yet life sometimes seems to have a way to uh, just be very difficult. 
And sometimes that's hard to understand why these things happen to someone who's trying to do so well. So the psalmist in Psalm 138 gives a little encouragement. It says, um, by David, I give you thanks with all my heart, not to idols, but to you I sing praise. I bow down towards your holy temple and give thanks to your name for your grace and truth. For you have made your word even greater than the whole of your reputation. When I called, you answered me. You made me bold and strong. All the kings of the earth will thank you, Adonai, when they hear the words you have spoken. They will sing about Adonai's ways. Great is the glory of Adonai. For though Adonai is high, he cares for the lowly, while the proud he perceives from afar. You keep me alive when surrounded by danger. You put out your hand when my enemies rage. With your right hand you save me. Adonai will fulfill his purpose for me. Your grace, Adonai, continues forever. Don't abandon the work of your hands. Amen to that. Our purpose, we were created for a purpose, to seek after God, to give him thanks, to give him praise, to learn his ways. And if you have a steady diet of the word, the Torah, the prophets, if you have a steady diet of that, you're feeding into your purpose. And that will sustain you when you feel persecution. So the Torah cycle is renewed. This is a great time to commit yourself to a cycle of, a new cycle of study in your life. Try something new out maybe this year, something different. Broaden your horizons a little bit because we were created with intelligence. So we have a responsibility to develop it and learn upon it. And every Torah cycle brings new gems and new opportunities to see things that you hadn't seen before. We can always do a better job of fulfilling our responsibility as creatures that are given the breath of life, creatures that he cares for. Uh, may the spirit, spirit dwell within us and strengthen us to endure the trials of the world and help us to live out that purpose. And may Adonai bless us with new revelations of his Torah this year as we study it anew. And uh, may Yeshua return, return soon. Maranatha, of course. And may his grace be with all of us. Shabbat Shalom.